Welcome to Teach Reach, a podcast with Tongi. I met him in 1986, June 4th, 1986. I was kicking a soccer ball in my grandma's dusty backyard in Rue Capois, few blocks from the National Palace. Actually, it was way before June. The first time I was conscious that my mother was pregnant was earlier that year. Haiti's capital, Port-au-Prince, is buzzing. The whole country, in fact. 1986 is a special year in our collective mind as Haitians. The capital of Haiti was quiet today. Soldiers were out early, patrolling the streets to prevent another demonstration from flaring up. The demonstrations began two months ago in the desperately poor countryside, where a person is lucky to earn $3 a day. Food riots became political disturbances, focused on President Jean-Claude Duvalier. Today, the man called President for Life remained in the palace. Duvalier is still in control of his army, which in turn can control the demonstrators. But the soldiers can't stop the political dissent. For the first time in nearly 30 years of Duvalier dictatorships, Haitians are talking openly about overthrowing their leader. This week, the resentment, the hurt, the anger repressed all those years exploded from the bottle. And Duvalier will have a hard time getting the cork back in. Dennis Murphy, NBC News, Port-au-Prince. On Friday, February 7th, 1986, we woke up with the news that Jean-Claude Baby Doc Duvalier had fled the country, ending a 29-year dictatorship started by his father, François Duvalier, Papa Doc, in October 1957. My mother was working as an admin at Hôpital Français in downtown Port-au-Prince. She didn't know how to drive back then and would walk about 15 minutes from my grandma's to work. We entered 1986 with a tangible tension in the air. I was only four years old, but I could sense it. In the way the grand moon, the adults would speak, would carry themselves, would whisper sometimes, the certain bravado that they would exhibit during the home debates, you knew something was about to happen. It was inevitable. One morning, my mom left for work, but she returned about 40 minutes later due to a protest. My grandma was on a rocking chair listening to the radio and here comes my mom visibly shook. In the distance you could hear sporadic gunshots, loud singing. The protest was loud. And then, very nonchalantly, my grandmother told my mom that a pregnant woman should not venture the streets of Port-au-Prince during this protest. That's how I knew my mother was pregnant. I've always wanted a younger brother to play soccer with. Few weeks later, my mom told me that she was having a boy and that, yes, I could play soccer with him. My best friend's name at the time was Olivier. Every Haitian knows at least four Oliviers. <laughs> so I suggested that my mother call him Olivier. On Wednesday, June 4th, 1986, I was kicking a soccer ball in my grandma's dusty backyard in Rue Capois. My dad was at work and my uncle Gary was blasting the song Querida by Juan Gabriel when my mother told him that he needed to drive her to the hospital. A few days later, I held him and wondered, why is he so small? What can I do with that? Obviously, not play soccer. And that was the first lesson that I learned. I needed to adapt to not meet my own expectations, but meet the person, in this case my brother, where they are at.
I learned to be patient, to wait for him to grow bigger so I could play with him. But I also understood that even if he was small, few days old, I could still interact with him, see him laugh, cry, tickle him sometimes, taking him out of his crib during nap time so I could get a reaction out of him. All this to say, Olivier is my first teacher. I am honored to have this discussion with him. We revisit some old stories, but we also dive into his life and artistic philosophies. Hope you enjoy the ride. This is actually the first conversation in English, fully English, that I'm going to have with my brother. Just because of, just because of you. Yeah, I was actually, I was thinking about that. I'm like, yo, this, this, this is yeah, going to be you know, like we can't, <laughs> like, we can't, we can't break be... in our, you know, go but Creole. No, at some point, like, some oh, Creole for sure, come out, for sure, know? we'll I mean, have, like... we'll have some Creole for sure. Bye bye, Gonsa Mushay. Creole like Langnulier, Pali Creole Baba. Um, are there any topics that we want to talk about? Well, we'll we'll dive into, I mean, his music, his passion, and then you know, of course, whatever he wants to go to, right? Like, uh, you know, whatever whatever is on your mind right now, we'll we'll dive into that. That's for sure. Um, so did we did we did we start you know, that yet? Or <laughs> We're just recording. We're just chatting. You know, we're chatting. Um, <laughs> I thought there was like a goal. Get yourself you know, some kind of get get yourself get yourself comfortable. You know, like enjoy, relax. You know, um, there is a there is a crossfitter that I um, that I like follow whenever he's about to do a hard workout. He's like, all right, guys, we're gonna we're gonna go down to the dark side and we're gonna sit with the devil and have coffee, <laughs> you know. So you just sit and sit and have coffee. And there's no go, but you know, um, I mean, I always like to start with the following question. So Olivier, how is how is your soul today? How My is your heart today? How, how are you doing? Uh, my heart's okay as well. A lot of things are going on these days, you know, and um, me, I'm okay. You know, I'm doing fine. Been going through, uh, as I said, a lot of things lately, but uh, we always try to stay uh, very optimistic, positive, and, you know, as you said, we're, we're probably sing, sitting down with the devil and having a coffee, so, like, fuck let's just let's just get through it man like i'm probably the devil you know? <laughs> at this point <laughs> you know so ain't no ain't no such thing you you know devil man you know devil like the devil the devil would see you and the devil would be like uh-uh no that's not that's not one of mine actually this guy is one of the good guys i better not get on his bad side yeah. that's what i think Um, so, you know, the, the podcast is Teach, Reach, and reason why I wanted to have you as my first guest, that's something that, you know, I, I, I'm sure 
our family it's a proud family and and i'm sure that if it's a proud moment for both of us because i feel that it's it's an honor for me that you accepted my invitation and and i can believe that it's a is the same on your on your side too um and and the reason why i have you as my first guest is because you were my first teacher just for a little background context for people listening to the podcast is you were born in June 1986 yeah right and i remember the first time i met you um it's a funny story <laughs> i don't remember that time <laughs> of course <laughs> the first time the first time i met you i remember telling my mom like what do you want me to do with that because the story was that I wanted to have a brother so I can play soccer <laughs> with him. And then my parents made me believe that, you know, I have a little brother to play soccer with that, you know, but it was their plan to have another kid, whatever their plan was. But when you arrived home and then I saw how like you're a baby, <laughs> like you're like two, three days old. And I'm like, how am I supposed to play soccer with that? Like, You don't play soccer with a thing like this like and I was so pissed. So understanding that like made you my first teacher. So in a way that is the reason one of the reasons why you there today, right? As my first teacher. So it's an incredible honor to uh, to have man, you. Um well, what can I say to that? Um uh <laughs> man a lot a lot there's a lot of things you know uh, i could say um you know from a brother's relationship and you know a teacher's relationship and you know um this podcast you know there's uh, many levels to uh, to an answer but i would simply say that i'm i'm very honored to uh, to be part of this and as uh, your brother you know we have same mother same father and um yeah that that story of like that's how i came into the world because my my older brother wanted a younger brother to play with i was like damn that's that's kind of you know that's 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 a funny story man <laughs> Well, I mean, okay. No, but well, it's cool. It's, it's not cool. The it's only cool. Reason, it's, it's not. But... A, it's not a. It's not <laughs> something that you know. I, I feel like, like my parents didn't really care about having another kid. But I feel like there's, there's that, there's that yeah, sense yeah. of, um, you know, including uh, me into everything that was already going on, and um, you know, there was a space for me. There was like, a family waiting for me. And uh, indeed, there was a, a great, a great family waiting for me, um, a great brother, uh, as you were, and uh, I was also uh, looking up to you. You know all the things that that you were doing. I'm like, well, you know, especially when when we were younger, like there was there was always ask ask us, yo, what do you want to do when you're older? And obviously, they ask you first, <laughs> and the guy's like, yeah, me, I want to be like a physicist, and And they turn up to me. They're like, "What about you, Oliver?" I'm like, "Bro, 
I think the safest answer is the same answer as Tungi. So I'll be I'll be a physicist as well. <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, it was, it, it was, that that kind of uh, pathway that um, you were you were um, creating for for me, and I realized that you were also creating that pathway for for many other people around us, your friends and um, other family members, our cousins, and even um, you know mm -hmm. our uncles and and ants and all that so yeah if i'm the first one who knows where this podcast podcast is gonna go man like i'll be the first one man fuck <laughs> yeah there you go there you go and and the thing is it's interesting because yeah like when we were growing up they were always asking us the question of like what do you want to do after and and you know and no one at that time i don't know about you but especially for me, I didn't see myself being where I am mm -hmm. right now. Like in my answer, there was always like, you know, a dream-like mm -hmm. place. And then when you realize like how things have, have shifted, yeah. right? And you never realize that you would be there in those answers. And then I, I, I don't know why we ask kids those answers, maybe just to have conversations with them. But, you know, it's kind of a for me it took it took a big toll on me because i felt that if i say someone if i tell someone that mm -hmm. i am going to do this i have to yeah. hold up to that and i felt it put put some pressure yeah, right? yeah totally um i don't know i don't like on my on my side i always felt that you were you know so strong and like like you you like you didn't you didn't have any fear or like you were just like go there and break the walls and be like yeah like fuck it you know i'm 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 super strong <laughs> and i i always uh, seen you know. seen you that way so um yeah it's 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 not it's not f fun for kids to be asked what they want to be when they're older like i mean uh, now we understand how much of a, a pressure that that can be but I know it's it wasn't intentional, you know. At at some point, you know, they just they would just wanted us to to think of something. And the the best part of of what um, our family um, thought us is they they didn't they really didn't pressure us to choose something to do with with our lives. You know, mm -hmm. they they didn't tell us, oh, you have to be a lawyer you have to be a doctor you have to be this you know compared to other kids other families when they like they go through hell you know like because daddy said you have to be a doctor well there's no other there's no other way for me to live my life you know i have to follow what my dad yeah. said but we didn't we didn't have that yeah no you're right you're right we didn't we didn't have that that's that's true and and i i think i think we can thank our parents for that um you were you were mentioning looking up to me as strong and everything but it was it was kind of like the opposite i i don't know it feels like we are in a mirror <laughs> and then whatever i see in you you see in me right so but but I, you know, like the 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 stories that I have about you when you were a kid, you were really? fearless. <laughs> Tell me, like you had seriously, you had you had that that kind of like 
and you still do you have that composure and and i wanted to know like are you aware of that composure and where does it come from uh composure tell tell me are you aware what does that word mean composure well you 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 are you are like you know you are you are a calm person right like even under like tremendous pressure you're like Mm. even like even kill like just just like just like smooth sailing across right and and it's something that you that myself i remember like you were you were a kid and i could see that and i'm like where does he get that how does he remain calm like that and and just where, where that how have you cultivated that through the years have you like you know just put a little bit more intention into mm-hmm. that guide guide us through that 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 mindset um, of yours I don't know I I've I've always tried to understand that that part of me because so many people told me about it like they're like oh you you you're so cool you're so calm you're so you know um laid back that was like in my teenage year and, and 20s and I I tried to give myself a reason or try to find a reason why um and sometimes i i came up with with a few answers like for example like let's say um i have an example with my mom with mom you know when when she used to you know talk to us and and tell us you know how life is about you know raising us and all that you know and sometimes you know like she would definitely you know raise her voice and like i I always had in mind i'm like bro there's one solution to that keep calm you know Mm -hmm. i always had that in mind that says yo there's there's one way just stay calm keep calm and everything's gonna be all right the all the rest it's just gonna pass by but i don't know in 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 my 30s i realized that i i do have that sense of um of you know composure calmness but yo so many things are going through my mind you have no idea man it's like a train and it's running and running and mm-hmm. running and running and running and i um i recently um came to a certain conclusion where um I think I'm a hypersensible person. That's why I I mm-hmm. stay calm because if I engage too much with too many people or too much action or too many interaction, I will lose a lot of energy. So it was all about mm-hmm. saving energy for me. I think ever ever since I'm young, um I knew I knew that energy was was part of you know my life and my mental my my body and i had to to find a way to 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 nurture it and save it yeah 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 uh, wow that's profound that's profound like it's it's i don't know i i you talked about energy and the only thing that not one of the things that crossed my mind was like you know being efficient and then i started thinking about like like energy efficiency in cars like you know making sure that you can do as much as you need to do with you know with with mm-hmm. what you have but 
holding onto that energy so you don't you know you don't waste it right so that's that's very that's very profound and 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 the the part about you know being hypersensitive i think you know there's a certain level of knowing yourself too right like knowing what yeah what you can be invest in right yeah and um it's all about self exploration for me um what i can remember when i was younger uh, at home i would definitely engage in as much um activities that my mind would tell me to to do you know like sometimes i would just mm-hmm sit under the sun because my mind's telling me yo just go sit under the sun and like get that heat or go run or just you know and i would experiment yeah 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 you were quite you were quite the active kid man like you know you were you, <laughs> you were two like 18 months old and then you were climbing the fence of our in haiti for people that haven't grown up in haiti like Many houses have what they call uh, gallery. a gallery. <laughs> gallery. They call yeah, it yeah. a gallery. <laughs> and, and you have like, I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't know how to describe the structure exactly, but the structure is kind of like, uh, it's kind of like a fence structure, but it's within the, the boundaries of the house. So you have, you have your outdoor fence or your wall to protect you from everything that's going <laughs> on outside because, you know, that's something that we probably will go on to. So you have the wall outside and then you have another set of like, like structure that is, you know, opening, like it's kind of a little mm-hmm. patio, mm-hmm. let's say that. Right. And we had like some fences there and, and Olivier would be like 18 months old and barely able to walk, but he would start climbing in there and he'd be like, you know, he climb all the way up and, and everyone is losing <laughs> their brain about like, what is he doing? Right. Like, <laughs> So yeah, when he, you had a lot of energy, but but I can I can see how you know you start growing and and understanding how to channel that energy, right? How to how to slightly work like make it work in, to your advantage, right? Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Uh, yeah. We can we can say it that way. Are you like putting like you are a musician, right? You you do music. Yeah, you are you are talented like self-taught guitar player well yeah. first like why guitar <laughs> why guitar well first first of all um the 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 instrument i wanted to to play when i was younger and um it, it was violin so when when our dad you know when you were when you were starting to play um play piano and dad came came along and he was like okay so um what do you want to play what what instrument do you want to play you know because dad dad plays saxophone and flute so and and i was like you know and and yeah and i also had that thing where you know i didn't i didn't necessarily want to do the exact same thing that you were doing so i i always wanted to you know dive into myself and be like okay what do you want to do you as was violin but never had the chance to 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 play violin but um guitar is the um the closest instrument to uh to violin i would say 
and it, it it just came with with you know hanging out with some friends and uh yeah so we were hanging out he had a compa band uh called Karaib so we were just you know hanging out having fun you know a bunch of musicians always jamming and all that and i don't know in, intuitively i just picked up the guitar and started to play and dad gave gave me a guitar afterward like a few a few months after that yeah yeah he he actually gave me my first guitar yeah yeah so guitar oh, really um, i never knew that okay i should i should call him and get my piano the hell is that it, it came <laughs> very like, I, i just like the sound and the independence of it also and the fact that you could play and sing as well and yeah i, I love the sound of guitar man it's it's one of the sweetest sound i can remember and after after saxophone because saxophone is the sweetest sound that exists in the whole world and music not because it's my dad that plays saxophone but Trust me, man. Like you're, you're biased, man. You know when you were in uh, I'm biased. In, mom, yeah, in mom's but... belly, you know, you're like listen to that sweet <laughs> saxophone sound, you know? That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, guitar guitar as well. That's that's why I I, I chose yeah, guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or guitar chose me. Maybe maybe that's 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 what happened. I don't know. Cause I, cause I do Whoa, other things I like as well. That. You know, I, I recently finished um, like an intensive uh, dance program, uh, African contemporary dance, and um, yeah, I think, I think like those, 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 like artistic this um, things, they just choose me. You know, they're like, okay, he's available. Like he's the one. He's open to it. You know, so that's. Let's connect to him. We kind of like jumping around, but it's okay. What what kind of like what did you mean the compared dance to, uh, bring you to uh, playing music and guitar? Man, dance, yeah, yeah, dance yeah, is yeah. life. Dance is life, and the simplest um, dance movement that we all do, and um, we have the chance to do. <clears throat> sorry, is to walk um, through walk we're dancing so this this is what dance bring mm. to uh, to my life is to understand that um simplicity is the most beautiful thing that exists and that what is complex is actually very 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 simple if you break it down and take your time to um to look at it so just by walking We're, we're, we're dancing so what it brought to to my life um, personally uh, we could spend like <laughs> a lot a lot a lot of time talking about it but you know on on the on career level um, mm -hmm. I, I could say that now I, I call myself um, I, well not only a musician you know um, we can say a multidisciplinary artist you know, um, interdisciplinary artists. I don't know if that word exists in English. Mm -hmm. Interdisciplinaire. <laughs> They will make it. Uh, There so you go. That's, 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 what, that's what I'm 
diving into that's what i'm you know swimming into so it brought it brought that that dimension of mm-hmm. uh creativity um where everything is is linked everything is related everything can you can you expand on that on that on that relationship well, um, about everything you know f- for example when you when you uh playing guitar you're playing music okay um we all we all have that sense of sound that sense of rhythm that sense of uh, silence well the body itself do these things you know the body is an instrument you know the body um, can express sound mm. while moving the body can express silence you know and the body can also um show more than um what they actually put him into a certain category um as i said i just recently um i'm i'm actually graduating in 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 july from this program and uh nice yeah i'm yep. getting started into that that new world it's it's so it's huge it's big you know like some artists they just dance some artists they just play music um i'm really uh trying to create something that's that that was never seen um before i don't know where that that's going to bring me but i'm 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 all into research right now where do you go for your dance classes and your dance oh, lessons okay. and all that yeah 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 well i go to um uh ecole de danse nyata nyata um it's uh it was created by the uh choreographer zab mabungu um she's also a philosopher and um that's it's a school um and anyone can can go there and um reach out to them it's um basically cont- african contemporary school so we 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 also have that that technique called the loketo uh it's a technique that uh, zabmabungu created so we can practice so we can practice our our art our craft our body and also train our mind because the uh the principle behind that that loketo is divided in three three steps i would say so there's lo ke to very very quickly um i would say that lo is the uh the ground the uh the anchor so where you're standing right now where you sit it right now so and the ke is the movement so you can't start moving if you don't have like some kind of um of of a weight you know you you put your weight somewhere and then you start moving so movement doesn't start from thin air movement always start from a pressure point and then uh the to is the um mm-hmm. the the final line so l'arrivée mm-hmm. Um, and we all know that there's there's no end it's always a new beginning 
So the toe stands for an end, but also for a new beginning. So in life, in movement, we apply those um, these knowledge, and um, anyone can can reach out to Nyata Nyata. Uh, it's on Saint Laurent Street, uh, Saint Laurent Marianne, uh, on top of Balatou. Everybody knows Balatou. <laughs> <laughs> you know, are, you, are, you, are you really in Montreal if you don't know Balatou? Come on. <laughs> it's a great place, man. It's a great place. A lot of, lot of like art, a lot of history at Balatou as well. So having that, having that dance studio, you know, above Balatou. I've never been to the dance studio, but I can only imagine. I know the power that this building has in Montreal and, and and for those listening to us that have never been in Montreal, you, you should go in the summer and, and, and get to a show at Balatou and have some like, you know, real mm-hmm. some sometimes big bands from from the continent of Africa or from the Caribbean mm-hmm. and it's very Afrocentric. It's um it's a wonderful place. Um my brother played there many times. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, one of yeah, your first yeah, shows yeah. was yeah. there too. One of solo the, shows. When right? I started playing, well, when 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 I started playing music, it was at um, uh, La Perle Retrouvée. La Perle Retrouvée. It's a um, community center, mm-hmm. Haitian community center. Um, we had our first show, uh, our first music show, because the first time I went on stage, it was with you. It was with Haiti uh, Pal. So I started writing, you know, poetry. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, that, that's that was true. the first time that's I went true. on stage. Yeah. But for music, yeah. it was at um, L'Appel Retrouvé. Yeah. <laughs> well, that wasn't the first time you were on stage because, you know, if if we're taking this way back, You were the valedictorian for your kindergarten. Man, I had to like, learn that you know, thing by graduation heart. Graduation day, you surprise every. I was pretending you, to read a, a book paper. <laughs> I didn't know how to read. To, They, no, that I didn't like that. Honestly, I didn't like that. <laughs> hey, hey, you know, you didn't like it, but the whole family is one of like I believe. It would be top Bro, four moments man. for the whole family, guaranteed. Because and and it and it and the thing with this story is that is that it's related to the poise because even no one at home knew that you were about to recite a, a speech as a valedictorian for your for your kindergarten graduating class and and here you are with with all your like well maybe you were like stressing inside because you didn't know but. For us at the audience, we see you like super calm, level-headed, and then I, you come I wasn't, here like I wasn't stressed. Like I, I wasn't stressed at all. Like I remember those days where they they picked me from the kindergarten lollipop, and they're like, "Okay, yeah. Olivier, tu vas apprendre ça par cœur." And I was like, "Okay, <laughs> Leia." <laughs> Okay, I guess I have to. That's some good teaching so, technique. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good, great teaching technique, man. I knew that thing by heart. I knew what I was about to do. And I just did it, man. Standing and like pretending to read. 
yeah that, that, that was like that yeah that that was the biggest part where i was like yo i i don't know how to read and i'm pretending i know how to read you know that's it like it, it went hey. smoothly you know you know what they say in creole apparence plus bluff égale resistance you know like <laughs> <laughs> um i'll translate this part for everyone let's say <laughs> uh, it's it's very it just says you know um looking the part plus bluffing it's resistance that's that's pretty much what it is just like if you're pretending and you and then you're bluffing then it's resistance like you, you're resisting the system so that's exactly what he did with pretending yeah, to yeah. read pretending to read his paper but um you know we were talking about you on stage and and the calmness and the composure and everything but as you start i love how the dance studio you go to nyata nyata like how they anchor and how this, the, there's some clear steps that you that you follow but in order to understand your relationship with your body but also with the world how you, how you move through the world mm-hmm. uh, um and mm-hmm. and the cyclical nature of it is is beautiful it's really nice mm-hmm. so when you are on stage what does the stage bring you because we talked about your energy it's kind of like a, a thread in that conversation right like your energy when you were <laughs> in Haiti and yeah. your your high energy but managing that energy and 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 owning it right so i feel like now with with finding dance you kind of like own your energy but how mm-hmm. does how, how are you on stage like um, how about what what is that, that energy, energy on stage on stage is it goes away very quickly it's another mm. step of managing and most of it is to be enjoyed because there's no way that you're going to spend i don't know an hour 30 minutes or an hour and a half on the stage and not trying to enjoy yourself you know and now that i know what i know or i think i know what i know is it's to, it's the experience is it's the whole purpose of being present right here right now on the stage but there's definitely definitely that energy that goes through you the public the environment and what do i do with that well i'm part of it i'm part of it and mm-hmm. i'm i'm in i'm in a i'm in a constant um communication with that energy and the energy um at some point if i do it right let's say quote unquote mm-hmm. um i will invigorate that energy i will nurture that energy and i will go i will i will actually come out of stage with more energy you know those artists who spend like two hours singing and not drinking water paul mccartney paul mccartney will spend two hours yeah. alone singing not drinking a sip of water how do you do that mm-hmm. <laughs> how do you do that well you stand somewhere in your body you know wow or you you just 
stay available with the energy and you also practice that you know it's there's no there's bagin sucre no fe cola you know wow you you translate that <laughs> come on man you so, translate so that you translate bagin sucre no this is very very hard to translate that part bagin sucre no fe cola damn man that's my well, homework that's the, i'm gonna oh, we, 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 We can translate that, you know, there's, there's no the secret to Coca-Cola, you know, nobody knows what it is, but you just, they just do it and it tastes like Coca-Cola. That's it, that's all. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, yeah it's, it's practice, man. You, you, you practice that and yeah. once you're on the stage, no, no here's the thing, okay, because the stage is also what we're doing now. Okay, this is also part of the stage. This mm. is the, the 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 practice part where we 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 play with the energy, we play with what we have. So on the stage, on the stage, the main difference is mm -hmm. people are looking at you. So it's it's it, there's there's another perspective, but for you yeah. it's the same thing. For you, it's the same thing, you know. You you, you manage to mm -hmm. to you know play with your mm -hmm. what you have to to offer, and you know what you're doing. It's the same thing for you. But when people are looking at you, it's a whole different wow. perspective for them. But for you, it's it's yeah yeah. It's interesting what you're saying because, you know, when, when during my IT pal days and going on stage and performing, I would always finish a performance drained, not having more, much more to, to give or to interact. I would always finish those shows and, and the first thing that I feel like doing mm -hmm. is just locking myself up somewhere and just just sit and then rest because i feel like a lot of energy i've been like you know spent but maybe now thanks to what you're saying i i realize that I, i had no idea how to manage my energy i had no idea how to like you know channel it or, or bring it or 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 you know it's I'm not saying that it was wrong, but I'm just saying that mm -hmm. I'm I'm having a little aha moment from what you said in terms of like understanding mm -hmm. how I interacted with that energy, right? That's that's interesting. And how now? Because you know we talked about your your upbringing of your childhood a little bit, and then and then how like the the dominant portion of your life which is your art and, and your artistic endeavors how do you relate that through your adulthood with you know you you have a, a, a kid a nephew yeah. a nephew of mine <laughs> but your kid right yeah yeah <laughs> you have one of them you have another one on the way live, that live. could be born that could be born like <laughs> right now live tonight you know Alive, right there. So, uh, so how do you how do you now relate that part of your artistic side? And I'm not even saying it's artistic. It's just yeah. it's more your life because it's a it's a lifestyle. It's the way you are. How do you bring that to 
to your kids or how do you Oof. bring that to fatherhood um, to your kids I, i would say what what my um uh my teacher um said you know same thing because that's that's the father they have see and that's the person i am so mm-hmm. um after that i i still have to live you know i i have one kid um i'm about to have another one and that's that's the legacy i have for them that's what i have for them to see that that's what their father's doing that's what he's been doing ever since like he decided that that was it and i'm glad that i've i've learned how to live through a, a dance technique that can correlate to life as well you know um those those that 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 principle is a life principle yeah. the loketo is a life principle it, it really teaches me how to move how to balance my life mm-hmm. how to see where my energy is going and not to waste it especially when i'm with with my son mila um i i i, I thought him the loketo mila is all about loketo now you know he 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 takes he takes the loketo nice totally out of context nice. like he's he's all about that you know and we 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 sometimes he has to 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 go to bed he has to shower i'm like loketo dodo like he we loketo dodo papa i'm like loketo le bain is he loketo le bain papa oui loketo manger oui loketo manger you know so i try to you know slide it like that you know and so that he can he can have that that onomatopoeia That's right. in, yeah, in yeah. his head and i'll do that same thing with uh with my boy coming but yeah how mm-hmm. how i manage that bro i i don't know how i do that mm-hmm. i just do it mm-hmm. and it it hasn't been easy it hasn't been like the the the, the most like glorious part of of my life you know to say but it's been a very 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 um like rewarding in the sense that i i feel like i've done yeah 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 um things that i really wanted to do and i when when i had that in mind i was like man will i be able to do that well yeah if you if you start now <laughs> and you hold on to it and then Mila came yeah. along cuz I went to school in Granby mm-hmm. I moved to Granby mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. go to uh, that singer songwriting school and then my son came up and you know all yeah. those challenging things that people go through life you know having kids um having a family breakups and then another family you know all those things so um Yeah, I've been going through all that. Of course. With art, with dance, with music, with all this that that life gave me. You know, it's it's a real blessing to um to have embraced that those discipline and and I I don't regret anything, man, for sure. Yeah. And I hope that my my kids will will see something in it 
that's you know potent enough for them because there's there's no way i straight will up, force straight them up. To, to do anything that i'm doing um so uh, i will leave things that i believe will inspire them i i hope so mm -hmm. but um it, it will be their choice and and with what you've told us like there's there's no doubt that you know having that that presence and and seeing that firsthand the same mm. way that you feel that the saxophone is a soothing sound right in in terms of objectively yes okay saxophone is a soothing sound but being exposed to saxophone in our life as we were growing up makes yeah. saxophone what it is for us so when you and i will yeah, say saxophone yeah, yeah. it's not yeah, yeah. just saxophone you see what i mean it's not just saxophone like we, we we see something else so so i feel that you know both of my nephews when when they see you mm -hmm. the way you are then they they'll know what what they see see what i mean they they they'll, they'll live it because it will be organically given to them we are getting <laughs> close to like we could get this conversation for two weeks you know go back and forth and but unfortunately you know we 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 don't have two weeks but we we for sure can have you know yeah, several yeah. moment uh, it's an ongoing conversation so so even though even though we will finish mm -hmm. that conversation here but it's a conversation that will be ongoing right like yeah yeah lovely <laughs> This is your house, right? This is your house. You drop by whenever you want. It doesn't like, there's no, the first time is invitation. And then the next time you have the keys, you just, you just, you just come in, make yourself home, record. And then, and then that's it. Um, as we are about to, to conclude, this is the section of the show that I like to call two stars and a wish over the last two weeks. What were your two stars and one wish? Okay. Um, two stars. Uh, it, it's... Wow. Uh, what can I say? Um, okay. Let, yeah, yeah. Let me go with that. We're, we're, we are a group of, of students in the, in the dance school. Um, we, we went through um you know three years of this program together and um we're all putting ourselves out there you know we're we're all putting ourselves out there with um our own um vision of what artists and artists should be um getting into to um to uh have that that thing um mastered you know not mastered but you know keep keep practicing so i see i've seen uh, some you know a few students in in, uh, in my class uh, doing that move myself included so i think it's great uh second thing the uh the upcoming of my my second son <laughs> i would say that it's there you go uh, you there know, you go like uh, <laughs> mama is due uh, for the 9th of may i don't know when you guys are publishing this but uh he might be born anytime soon so i think this this is 
this is fantastic and um yeah i've been i've been going through that journey very organically learning more and more about uh the woman body and like everything that that shapes that that creates life in itself so it's it's beautiful um the downside something i would change bro that guy called uh monsieur legault the prime minister of quebec (laughs) man that guy i don't know man i don't know what the fuck he's doing man he's just fuck man no for real he's he's just doing whatever he's doing everything for mm-hmm. for for some part of businesses to keep running and other parts of you know normal life things that connect people and we can still respect those um uh, sanitary measures and have a life so i would love to see that change from yeah. from that perspective mr lugo if you hear okay. that bro get your shit together man you are there you go you are notice you are notice yeah. all right so olivier it was an immense pleasure yeah. like you know we've been talking for like 40 45 minutes and well you're my brother we could talk forever but for the people listening to this i i it it was like music to my ears so and and we have a touch on like how you write what you write what you like we you know like it's like we got the tip of the iceberg and then as we say in in creole yeah, when yeah. when you play compa rest la poubelle so the 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 remainder if you come to the concert you'll have it and if you don't come to the concert i'm sorry you miss it so yeah. that's what the meaning rest la poubelle is <laughs> So, brother, like yeah, seriously, yeah, thank yeah. you so much um, for for being there for everything you you taught us and 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 listening to this again will be will be amazing because because there's a lot of like tidbits of 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 how to walk through life that you gave us that that I'm just I'm just very proud number one but number two uh, I'm I'm very honored. Hey man, thank thanks to you, thank you, thanks to your to your spirit, thanks to your your, uh, you know your 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 drive for for putting this um, into place. Thank you um, to your producer, Mr. Ian, right. <laughs> on the mic, on the Doctor you know, on the board. Make sure we sound right, <laughs> tight, tight, baby. <laughs> So, you know, thank you. Thank you for this. And um, I'm, I'm looking forward. You know, it's right. it's a go. There's no stop now. You're right. So, You're right. You're limit, right. And, and for sure, we don't have to enter in a vif sujet, man. But good thing, man. Thank you for me, man. Thank you for me. Really, really. It's a pleasure, brother. To make this today. Puis pour ses premiers invités. So, yeah, man. I'm happy to report just a few days after recording this episode that Olivier's second son, my new nephew, was born at a healthy 10 pounds. Can't wait to meet him in person. In the meantime, congrats to the new parents. 
and welcome home, little man. Teach Reach is made by Dr. Lemstein Productions, mixing and editing by Ian Lamb. The intro and outro music is by Takoto. The news clips are from NBC Universal Archives. The song Querida is from Juan Gabriel. If you'd like to listen to the show on the regular, become a subscriber and leave us a review on Apple, Google, or Spotify. You can find more information about our podcast at teachreach.podbean.com. Until next time, can be la palagi. Hang in there. Don't give up.